we have a saying here that everything is figureoutable. And yeah, we I love say that. that a lot. You have to be comfortable with failure mm-hmm. and you have to be fine with having to try things over and over and over again. Hey ladies. Hey ladies and welcome back to Herspective. And happy one year anniversary to us. Happy anniversary. I cannot believe it has been one year. Like I can and I can't. Same. I mean it's flown by but at the same time it feels like eons ago that we started a podcast. If well yeah it does. It feels like we've always been doing it but it also feels like I can't believe it's a year. Like, I feel yeah. like we're still newbies on the block, but now we're like old pros. <laughs> <laughs> we're basically veterans. Yeah. If you want tips, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> we'll help you. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's been such a ride, though. Like, we just started this wanting to just kind of talk because we like the sound of our own voices, I guess, and have a lot of opinions. And, One year later, we've talked to some of the most amazing women I've ever encountered in my life, Um, learned so much. I think we've learned so much about ourselves, too. I think, um, so we're going to do, obviously, you guys will have to stay posted, but we're going to do something that kind of gets more into this um, and how the podcast uh, is, has really affected us. Like a a one year special, we're going to have, we're going to do it big, because obviously... We like being yeah. extra like that. <laughs> so Yeah, there's guys... a lot more coming down the pipe, like some yeah. excited stuff. We're really trying to amp it up. So we want you guys to continue on this journey with us and yeah. you know, talk to us. Let us know. Um, you know, some of our listeners are so like dedicated and loyal and we appreciate so much that you interact with us and give us your feedback on almost every episode and the weekly feedback is what we do this for obviously we love hearing uh, from you guys and about the episodes and we love hearing that you value the episodes as much as we do so keep it coming we love you and obviously um this wouldn't be great podcast without you guys so (laughs) without anybody to listen to us yeah yeah Yeah, I think our number one best uh, like type of feedback is the people that have been like oh like I'm listening along to your podcast just talking away to you as if I'm part of the conversation like when we first heard that and we've heard it a few times from a few different listeners but the first time we heard that I think like both our hearts just swelled because I mean if you feel that engaged with the episode like that's all we wanted. That's all yeah. we've ever wanted. <laughs> so Yeah, that's how when we have a new guest and when we're, uh, you know, going through the prelim with them, we always say it's just girl talk. And then so when we hear that girls are talking to us and engaging, <laughs> it's obviously very fulfilling. So guys. <laughs> so thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jess, thank you for going yeah. on this crazy ride with me. And, and why am I tearing really- up right now? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it is emotional, though. Like, well, who it's our knew? first anniversary. We could have just, like, 
been like, yeah, let's start a podcast and started it and did two episodes and been like, well, that was really friggin' hard. Uh, let's stop yeah, that. I'm I mean, we got, we got discouraged right away. Like the second we tried to edit thinking like, oh, yeah. no big deal. And then we're like, well, this is impossible. We cannot. Um, yeah. We could have given up. But on that note, actually, I definitely want to take this moment to shout out some of the people that supported us from day one helped us out like we wouldn't have been here at all without these people so first and foremost um uh, our first editor is jessica plume she totally just dived in helped us out like she was and so really fantastic. believed in the project that i think that was motivating for us too that we heard from somebody else um not just like our egotistical brains and opinions saying we should do this <laughs> somebody outside of us actually really believed in it so I think that motivated us too yeah Huge she really did believe her. in the concept of the show and what we wanted to do with it and what we were trying to do and being completely female focused um in terms of like our guests obviously we hope that men if you listen uh take away from our shows too but we are like crazy girl power type ladies. So um, yes. it was really important to us to just like talk to these fantastic women that we've talked to and bring their stories more to the forefront, um, use whatever platform that we have to help create uh, or generate more awareness and just share the stories and learn from them as well. So, uh, but yeah, Jessica Plume, thank you so much for editing. And I know at the beginning it was a nightmare. <laughs> so I, um, yeah, now doing the editing, I can't even imagine what her, um, Eric, who we're going to talk about in one sec. I don't even know how you guys put up with what we gave you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Still. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And so, yes, like Jess said, Eric Meadows, uh, you came on as an editor as well. And we know we put you through hell with some of our episodes. Yeah. So it just yeah. speaks to like how much we've learned and how much we've improved. And, um, you know, they say like your first few or God, I don't know how many episodes when you start a podcast are shit. Um, our episode wasn't shit in terms of like our guests and who we talked to but like ourselves like we just didn't know how yeah. to do this and so no. this has been a crazy crazy learning journey the best one um it started literally the best passion one. project and yeah. like we said here we are one year later so thank Yay. you thank you jessica and eric and you know thank you to our friends and family that have supported both our dads have been instrumental in helping us uh bring this podcast to life too by you know doing editing giving us their studios coming on site and helping us out with um, remote uh, guests at, like just so many things um, and so obviously the most basic of giving us the like destined creativity relationship like our creativity yeah it's in our DNA but also it was we were meant to be like doing something creative together our dads did it now we're doing it yes the soul our kids, contract knows what was they'll real do. right yeah for sure yeah. yes so so that's yeah cool. <laughs> we we definitely believe in that it was sort of destiny and so we're just like in awe like we're on cloud nine that we've reached a year we just want to keep going and building and getting bigger and 
meeting more and talking to more and more incredible, fascinating, amazing women um, and bringing their stories and experiences to you guys. So thank you so much uh, for everybody that's supported. Like we're thank you so much, guys. You're deep, crazy, just so crazy. And also, it is very crazy. Um, also, we had plans for, you know, doing our one-year party. Obviously, COVID has, you know, done a huge number for that. But we still, a little bit, you know, yeah. completely <laughs> through a pandemic in the mix. But anyways, um, so we will still, we have content and stuff coming. We're, we're, we are going to be celebrating our one year, as you guys will see on social. But I, mark my words, we are having a party <laughs> Not sure when, but we're going to have a party. It might not be the one-year anniversary, but we will because we certainly want to celebrate all of our guests uh, in person. So something will happen. Now I've said it out loud, it has to. <laughs> we're manifesting yeah. big time, as we always do. Yes. Uh, so, but I mean, like, absolutely, COVID has definitely thrown us for a loop because typically we would record in with our guests. Obviously, social distancing was... A thing so that changed a lot of the way we record so we really had to pivot and learn how to properly record remotely um luckily we were able to still do some face-to-face with some of our guests thank god yeah uh like today's episode with this episode (laughs) um but yeah so obviously we just wanted to make sure we talked about our one year a little bit uh but we won't we won't leave you guys hanging we will still of course like do our reg intro yeah uh, before we get into the show so one more time just thank you guys so much for supporting and listening and loving us uh we love you too so much and here's to year two yay oh my god yeah too bad we weren't together to do a little cheers but we will and then we'll share that out. yeah so we'll have in, in lots person of cheers yeah yeah. <laughs> um, but speaking of COVID, just to get right into our intro, mm-hmm. so I, we posted about like some impulsive COVID online shopping purchases because what else was anybody doing during like at the peak of yes. the pandemic? And I realized I made some yeah. ridiculous purchases that <laughs> just served me in no way. And I just thought, okay, that's hilarious. Impulsive waste of money. Like, just, I look at them in my house now, and I'm like, what in the fuck was I thinking? (laughs) Why? I want to know, okay, because it's funny, my experience is, yes, I also did a shit ton of random COVID shopping, but everything I bought, I'm like, best decision ever. Oh, yeah, at the time. I was like, I need this. No, I still feel that way. Like, I bought, for $17, I got a $1 coupon, $17, a succulent tool set, (laughs) It's like my Obviously, favorite items very, in the world. Very important thing to have in your life. Yes. If if my house is burning down, knock on wood, I'm running to save those items before <laughs> I leave. Like they are my favorite things. <laughs> and I just the I'm succulent so tool is left inside. <laughs> Get my tool. Like I said, seventeen bucks. Best seventeen bucks I ever spent. Obviously, we all know I've become a crazy plant mom. I need my tools. It has a great mat. Like I'm so happy. I've gotten three other people to buy this. <laughs> Okay, well, shout that company out. Maybe they want to sponsor us. It's random little Chinese company. Like, I have no idea. It's from Amazon. Yeah. Okay, so maybe not. I really should be getting a commish from the plant store that I go to and now these Chinese tools. Like, Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So what did you buy that you no longer want? Okay, well, I bought this uh, mini humidifiers 
and they are plastic and uh they are like i don't know maybe three inches high um (laughs) and they have rose gold antlers i will post a picture um they don't actually do anything they don't actually work they the base lights up to be like multicolored, so they're just sort of like a ridiculous little like decorative light in my room or in my kids room um they serve no purpose and also one was broken when it arrived it took about three (laughs) months to get here also amazon purchase oh no i lied it was an instagram ad purchase where i was like okay definitely need that of course click bought it was it was expensive it cost me over fifty dollars uh for nothing (laughs) of course so i'm staring at it in my bedroom right now it is not hooked up it's not plugged in why because it doesn't even work i love how i do see you staring at it with like contempt like fuck you little (laughs) stupid antlers (laughs) yeah and it's not even really like a nice piece like a plastic dome with rose gold i think they're antlers actually i can't even confirm that um, so I can't even imagine what you're talking about. You'll see. Right I'll post it. Um, anyway, so that was a colossal waste of money. Uh, the other thing, all the Instagram purchases. Clearly, I spent far too much time on Instagram during COVID. Um, hence why I now need blue screen glasses. Um, I was going to say, I've never seen you in those glasses before. They look great. Well, thanks. I just got them um, because I, love I haven't needed glasses for many years since I've had laser eye surgery, but because I stare at screens far too much, I feel no. that I might need them. Um, so anyway, the other <laughs> purchase, it's called by a company called Vogue Paws, if that doesn't say enough in the name. I've no clue what that could no, be. No, why would you? So basically, it's, I don't even know how legit this is, but it's basically a company that you send a picture of your pet in. I think it's more dogs. You send a picture of your dog in to them, and some artist, and I'm doing air quotes, st- copies it in like a sketch format. Um, but by sketch, it's really just like an outline of the picture (laughs) also we'll post a picture of that so my dog as you know Kane my old dog he passed uh, away a few years ago but he was like my first baby my fur baby love of my life anyway big gentle giant so in my depressive state in COVID I was like I need to commemorate my dog that has died uh, a few years ago this is the best way to do it a sketch of him (laughs) Or an out. Show me right outline. now. I can't. I haven't even taken out of the tube that it came in. Oh my god! Because <laughs> I'm like so, so embarrassed that I'm like, what? Why? This this is terrible. Why didn't I just blow up an actual picture of him? Anyway, I don't hate it. I'm not gonna say that I do hate it because I don't. I just. I know you should have just like, literally put up a picture of him and you and yeah, your family. <laughs> Logic is not That's what I good. need right now. Thank you. <laughs> So anyway, that was my other thing. That is freaking hilarious. And yeah, it was just like, I just was looking back and reflecting on some of the purchases I've made. And I was just like, okay, well, uh, that was a waste. And now I own these things. And yeah. so You're hilarious. I wish you had the same success as I did because I have, I wanted to shout this out, um, giving it its own conversation because it was like the biggest miracle ever. So The day that COVID hit, which was in March, I ordered a paint by numbers 
Oh, right. It just came. (laughs) My paid by fucking number. It arrived. Like, And now I have... Yes. Yes. And now I'm going to tell you I have developed tennis elbow and like arthritis. My my small finger is like numb because I haven't stopped. But I like I had written them so many times like, you know what? I want a refund. It's clearly not coming. It was eight months later and it arrived and it's the best thing in the entire friggin' world. Okay. Well, here's two examples of COVID purchases that were impulsive. Yours is a success story. Mine is a failure story. You purchased on Amazon, which eventually came, and you fell in love with your stuff. I did not purchase on Amazon. Mine were Instagram ad purchases. They also took a thousand years to come. I forgot that I even ordered them, quite frankly. And I was like, what the hell is this? And then I was like, right, antler humidifier. That was, yeah, not my best moment. Um, worse. <laughs> and yes, so not, not super successful on this side, but lesson learned, right? Yep. And sometimes learned. it There's works out. A... In your case, it did. So yeah. I'm happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so happy with this stuff. I love my stuff. <laughs> I'm sad that you have tennis elbow and arthritis now, but. I'm a little concerned. Like, why? can't I stop for one and two like house like I, I guess I haven't written or anything bent my I elbow and my hands <laughs> in eight like, months. why are you in so much pain other than to I shovel will, food um, into my face yeah <laughs> I guess I alternate hands for that so one hand isn't really getting the big workout right now for painting of course it's just the one hand but so you're painting no, um, getting like tennis elbow and uh, arthritis I'm getting vision impairment because I stare at screens all day every day so (laughs) this has been a good year for us (laughs) yeah we are really thriving clearly Um, not to mention I fell down the stairs on the weekend and have a avocado size avocado pit size lump under my skin on my ankle it's just a weird situation that it like blew up only there like I you normally the whole ankle goes but now you're terrified and then I Flip my lip open last night in the dark, smashing my face off my kid's bunk bed ladder. So yeah, um, it's been a good weekend. Uh, Normally I'm the clumsy one. I can't believe. Oh, I do. I did slice my finger open. So okay. I mean, that's the something. Anyway, we're, sorry guys, we went down a tangent of our yeah. crazy experiences, Let's hurting ourselves. Come and, back to yeah something that's super important like our weekly Brittany update yes, give us uh, that. keep it really short and sweet because uh not much has happened but the only thing that is new is that uh I guess her boyfriend Sam was getting sick and tired of the I don't know the concern that everyone has for her the assumptions. Anyways, he just yeah of course the assumptions he basically said that he is first and foremost a real authentic boyfriend and secondly he was basically saying you know, mind your own business, uh, Brittany's good, and if y'all don't like it, then unfollow, which is fair. Which is fair. But I think that we're just still concerned, so anyways. Yeah, still, <laughs> yeah, not sure on, yeah. like, what's real and what's not there. But yes, that yeah. is the Brittany update. Um, yep. Another uh, update is, um, well, not an update, but in other celebrity news is I do have to rant a little bit about celebrities right now because obviously, as we all know, we're still in a pandemic and everybody's doing what they can to like 
have a side hustle or make money or uh, start a new business or follow their passions and uh, start something that I think their hope is to get some kind of income out of it. Meanwhile, celebrities are out here dropping makeup lines. Kim Kardashian is launching a new home decor line. Um, Isn't that the best, though? In her empty house? We've seen her house. She doesn't have any items, let alone any sort of decor. It's all, like, stone. Yeah, (laughs) Like an old, like, ancient, I don't know, tomb. Tomb. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It does not look like... wonderful inviting home i am all as her for the minimalistic look yeah a thousand variations of gray and white where her makeup is like a thousand variations of beige and nudes it's like oh and yeah. this is the new gray white lampshade i don't know as opposed yeah. from our off-white and light white yeah and egg white <laughs> from musk's collection <laughs> so thanks, thanks anyway yes. you're really adding to the world Um, but yeah, so my thing on it is just like, hello, you guys are the ones that are, I wouldn't say necessarily thriving, but you're good. Like, but you're set. Yeah. Good. Like you're, if you are really hard up for cash, you can probably sell one of your 10 properties or some shit. I don't know. But like the little man or little guy, little woman, we need to be able to take a piece of the pie like we need to develop yeah. ourselves we need to be able to like start businesses or companies um and and like find some success too even even outside of like product that they're developing like you've got celebrities like doing only fans and they're like making a million dollars off like one only fans post or um shout out and then they're doing podcasts for instance and it's like it's hard enough to like break into that market as it is and then you've got to compete with celebrities that it's like and and quite frankly a lot of them are you but you can't compete with them you can't compete with them obviously it's and and i'm not trying to compare but the point is like they're not doing anything really different they're just using their status to talk to other people with the same status but like so many are doing the same thing like what are you bringing to the table that's so different and like important and interesting um you're just kind of showing off the fact that you're an a-lister and you have a-lister friends so but the OnlyFans one is, I think, the most annoying one because people already will pay big bucks for your normal pictures if you're walking down the stupid street. So get off OnlyFans at the very least. Like, obviously, the makeup artist, well, the interior design, that's just a whole other situation. But, <laughs> I like, OnlyFans, go away. Of course you're going to make so much money. Yeah. You're already such a, like, desirable situation for people. So yeah, Cardi B. Fuck off. <laughs> Cardi B, what's that other girl, the one who made, I don't even know where she's from, but she's, like, really pretty, but she made um, so much money, like, $2 million off yeah. one post. I can't remember her name She either. did apologize. She was, yeah, she's sort of, like, started as, like, a child star, and she is absolutely stunning, and, like, good for you, but yeah. I can't remember her name either, and obviously, I'm not trying to promote her even more, so um, yeah. we're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna Google it, so there. No. Uh <laughs> But yeah, so it's just like, you know, if everyone could just like celebrity wise or like really big names, public figures, influencers, if you could just let the little guy have a little slice of the pie, it would be really appreciative. Like Selena Gomez, did we really need another natural makeup line? 
Um, no. Rare beauty. We did Real not. unique. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think if anything, if y'all want to do something good, why don't you partner up with or yeah. uh, promote a smaller one or help them? You know what I mean? It's very Use your greedy. clout in that way. Very greedy. It is greedy. And I get it if they're following their passions, like who's to say they can't, but it's like, I don't know. You just have to know that if you come in to whatever industry or market you're going into, you're going to fully saturate it with yourself. Nobody's going to give a shit about anyone else. So. Yeah, and there's a lot of voices, and I'm not talking about just us because our voice is important too, but there's a lot of voices and people out there with stories and information that are so important and really deserve some attention and deserve to be heard and deserve to be talked about and shared and because it's yeah. more relatable. Like You can relate to people on a more again quote-unquote normal level um like the the blue collar white collar individual if you want to give it that kind of a title where we can't relate to a celebrity living in your la mansion like so it's just like things like that and so we can't relate to you and you're just taking over every market and it's just seems like really unfair and to your point jess like if you're gonna do something how about donate how about give um some resources to i don't know schools so they can do uh like same day testing for covid so they can confidently and comfortably open the school system or like support your local hospital or your like your local clinics i'm not saying that they aren't doing that obviously i don't know but even with the NBA and different like major league sports, like boycotting games or, you know, not playing games. Like I respect what you're doing in terms of like what's happening in the world right now. But instead of doing that, play the game because people are so desperate for entertainment. It's, it's, you know, brings people happiness. It's a good vibe. Play the game, take the money that you would earn for that game and donate it to your cause. So if it's Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Um, if it's COVID support, whatever you're, you support as a celebrity with enormous amounts of resources, do something with that. And again, I'm not saying they're not, it just feels like unfair and we're not complaining in the sense like, Oh, poor me or like help us. It's just something no, that we've noticed. Too, we are observant. Yeah. Yes, we are very lucky and I'm grateful for our situations and what we have. Um, but I just have noticed more and more lately that it's just like, they're just adding to Selfish their roster. Celebs. <laughs> yeah. So, and obviously we always talk about celebs. Um, anyway, that was our rant. Uh, for our one yeah. year we had yeah. to have one uh so yeah celebs if you could just uh scale it back a touch we'd be grateful yeah. thanks thanks celebs <laughs> you're all listening we know um yeah. but uh in lighter news i think it's time to get into this episode yeah. so i think we should talk about our amazing this is the coolest um I guess it's kind of like a field trip that we did for this episode. It, it really was. And we, we went loved on it. site. We yeah, were on we site. We so loved it. Um, for a one year episode, we really wanted to make sure we had like a very cool Canadian female yeah. who embodies embracing life and following your passion, isn't afraid to step out of a comfort zone, someone who takes risks, um, is open to challenges and follows her dreams. So we uh, were fortunate enough to meet someone just like that. And yes, it was an awesome experience. 
It was. So today we are talking with Dallas James of James Family Farms. And Lauren, like Lauren said, she was so motivating. Like, I know we say this with everyone, but the way she just literally followed her dreams, listened to herself. I loved it. It was amazing. Yeah, she she brings new meaning to life is too short. Uh, you only get one life. Dallas just yeah. oozes positivity. She has such an intoxicating energy that when you're around her, like when we were around, it made she made us feel like we could do anything. Like we could we could follow like, our dreams. We should be farmers too. <laughs> exactly. Um, so she's a farmer. <laughs> yeah, but she's we fell in love with her. Like we found her on social media, started following the account, learning about her, watching her journey as, as Jess said, a farmer, a female farmer. Uh, but even more so, like, she's just a no sh- bullshit kind of gal. And we we're just like, so here for it. So we reached out, we got connected. And actually, a little fun tidbit. Fun fact, she yeah. is the sister-in-law of Natalie James, who we've also had on the show, um, who is the owner and founder of Ven Blow Dry Bar. So, Another motivating oh and God, inspiring yes. woman. These super, strong super ladies, inspiring. I mean, we're very lucky and that the James family is very lucky to have those girls as well. <laughs> yes. So they are powerhouse women for sure. But yeah, Dallas, just to do a quick recap of her story and she obviously is going to get into it and tell you way more she up and decided with her husband and their three kids uh it's time to uh go buy a farm and be farmers so i fell in love with the account because they have highland cows on the farm and if you're not sure what that is google it um and they're just the sweetest little things and they're so cute and um they're just so fun looking they look like Muppets like they look like they're in costume uh like I said google it uh or google them a highland cow and um yeah like just to it's not something I see or we see like regularly a female farmer like and she has several like she just didn't just start a farm she like went wild with it she started doing honey and syrup and all these other like side things that you think are in their own farms. You know? Yeah, she they're, they're very sustainable in how they operate too. Went to the farm and had a tour and met the cows. And there's one really incredible story that Dallas gets into. She helped birth a calf. And yeah. it was really intense and it's really incredible. It was beautiful to watch. Um, so just all round powerhouse female. I think I think we've given her the intro yeah. of a lifetime. <laughs> In case you didn't recognize Dallas, we love you. <laughs> yes, of course. And I think, you know, we really hope that you guys are now excited to hear the rest of the show and uh, meet Dallas, so to speak, and get to know her story. Um The biggest takeaway, though, for us was that she just has this incredible positive energy and really, really believes believes in following your dreams and your passions and that life is too short to just sit by and think about it. You've got to be about it. Uh, So I think at this point, it's time to welcome Dallas to the show. Normally, we would say thanks Thanks for for being here, but uh, (laughs) we thank you for having us. We are on... The James Family Farm, and we're yes. talking to Dallas James. It's who is lovely our... to chat with you girls. Aw, thank I love you. It. It's lovely to be here on your beautiful farm. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Like, 
literally really nice to be yeah. here. <laughs> right, right. It's a nice space. It's a beautiful it's space. A nice so, space. So we'll, we'll post pictures, of course, on our social. Yes, but to paint a picture, we're looking at over beautiful green pastures. From... In a beautiful home that you were erected in two years, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's gorgeous. <laughs> so we wanted, to, we wanted to have you on the show because, um, well, you're a farmer. Which that's is right. very cool. How crazy is that? A lady farmer. A lady farmer, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you farm mostly Highland cows. Right. So we do a, we do a lot. So farming yeah. for us um, has been a real journey and figuring out different things that work with our lifestyle. The Highland cattle are probably our most popular, um, you know, attraction is maybe the wrong word, but it's what we are, it's what people are associating with us. Right. Because they're like a unique animal or nowhere like in Ontario has them as much or why do you think? They are around for sure. I think it's just because they're really, really cute. They're so cute and I'm obsessed with them. And you guys will see we pet a little baby. Yeah, you guys (laughs) net bug. Yeah, I always say, you know, it's like I've got giant Muppets roaming around the property (laughs) because to me that's what they look like. They look like cartoon characters they kind of do look in costume right like a yeah. Jim Henson would probably <laughs> wearing, love them it's like yeah. regular cows wearing wigs exactly. or something yeah because <laughs> they're so hairy horns. but they're all the same color hair as me so I really fit in with them you sure do <laughs> you relate <laughs> yes right. although I was scared of them at first because well I didn't know what to expect mm-hmm. um I don't even remember last time I saw or was near a cow mm-hmm. uh at all but then like when we went in their their what pen pasture, their their yeah. pasture yeah they were so even temperament yeah they didn't do anything they just sat there yeah. <laughs> so that they so were yes cool. we were lucky enough for Dallas to take us on a little tour of the cattle pasture and we mm-hmm. got to meet the mama and baby well yeah. I keep calling them babies but the calf the calf let's yeah. just be like with our proper technical term yeah we'll get it right <laughs> yeah so that calf was born just a week and a half ago. Um, wow she's she's real new she's she's so cute well she's huge okay so tell us about that actually that's a story in itself right so the birth was um somewhat dramatic we knew Brinley was expecting and so every few days actually multiple times a day let's be honest I'd go down and check on her or one of the girls would go down and check on her we were just you know we were on calf watch making you sure you knew it was like today we knew it was, tomorrow. We knew it was yeah. imminent yeah we could tell because the udder fills up with milk and she just was starting to show those signs like a human does that it's getting close so I was down collecting eggs and I noticed her off in the forest on her own I wandered in there and my like senses were going right away. I'm like, this has got to be mommy it. senses. And sure enough, I saw like the water sack presenting itself. So I, yeah, what's that? I called, it's what the, the just like a human is coming in out. a sack of fluid. Yes, yeah, so okay. it was starting to come out. So I called the kids. They ran down. It started pouring rain. We were there soaked. Of it was course. Freezing. Yeah, it was just this like really intense situation. And my middle daughter immediately noticed that this calf was breech. So typically calves are born with their front hooves coming out facing forward. Right. This one, the hooves were facing up, and so we knew that it was the hind legs. So she was backwards. She was yeah. backwards, and that's not a good situation. No. Um, so the, the biggest danger is that the fluid that's in that sack is now running into the calves 
um, lungs and headspace. So right, the danger would, is it can drown. Right. Mm -hmm. They normally come out feet first and head first. So all That's of it right. comes right out. Yeah, okay. it exasperates it naturally. Yes. And it drops out. So we, I was calling my husband who was at work. He's <laughs> researching on Google. We called the <laughs> oh vet. We called our neighboring farm um, who are really experienced with cows. And then it just got to the point where I realized it was time to intervene. Like I just had this sense, this kind of now or never. And so I ended up assisting with the birth, which meant pulling out this calf, reaching and grabbing these right legs and pulling out just really slow and steady. Which you filmed or it was filmed. Yes. And I watched that and was like so jaw I. dropped, <laughs> yeah. like couldn't speak. And I was just like, this woman is helping deliver a calf in the middle of the woods, you're just like in shorts and a t-shirt. Like you're just chill. Yeah. You're and not in like calf you, birthing You outfit. appear very calm. Right. I may have appeared calm. And I guess that was because I knew I needed to stay in that headspace yeah, to be life effective. But it was definitely stressful. Like there was a lot of emotion. And, and quite frankly, it got to the point where I was really nervous that I was going to be um, extracting a calf without vitals. Oh. So that was my biggest fear. So once she was born, we were like jumping around screaming, it's alive, it's alive. And we were so excited. And then, you know, I was crying. Like it was just a, this big release of emotion. It was. Um, I mean, was as a viewer amazing. even, it was I just have so like, many goosebumps <gasps> right now. oh my God, this just happened. And then because like watching and you're kind of like talking through it and she, the calf drops, yes. like as you pull her out yes. and she's just on the ground. And then you're like, waiting yeah. too and we're, yeah. as a viewer you're just like on suspense so, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she lifted her head oh, and it no. was just like <gasps> I know so it was such an amazing moment because like I mean you you don't have experience in this no. you are not a vet <laughs> you are not <laughs> no 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 this is not what I signed up for actually the reason we got this breed is because they the biggest thing is they calf unassisted that's what it says in the manual that comes so, like with the them. first time you <laughs> yeah. have a chance to prove this that's right so, with the highland cow manual yeah. Calf unassisted. Yeah, that's right. They calf unassisted. They don't need a barn. They're really great with people and they're gentle. We're like, perfect fit for us because yeah. we've never done this before. And we had had a season where that was fine, where everyone calfed unassisted and it was great. But in this situation, you just we knew. needed to be involved. Yeah. So, yeah. um, well, thank so God you had those like instincts to come in and just, I don't know what I would have done if I'm like watching Well, you're this. a panicker. I know. I think I would be freaking out, freaking the mom out. Like, yeah. It would and you also pretty. are grossed out by anything. But well, honestly, birth like, fluids, especially. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm like that oh, too. Puppy. Like, yeah. I'm the one who passes out when like a kid is bleeding. Like I'm really not good with that sort of thing. So my girlfriends who know me, they're like, I cannot believe because it was like, you did it's that. like adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. yeah you just yeah. kind of know. You're like, yeah. this is going to end yeah. poorly. It's going to end poorly if we don't intervene here. So that's what has to be done. Right. Yeah. And don't mind the doggies barking in the yeah. background. We, we are, are on a farm. farm. We are on a farm. And we <laughs> roosters too. Dallas. Farm is not a farm without dogs. And these dogs are so freaking cute. Yes, <laughs> so we love them. Um, so, okay. So we got right into the we went to cows, birthing right. story, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. amazing. But we need you need to tell us and our listeners, like, you are, this was not what you your life were born before. into. Like you are not a, come from a farming family. That's like, right. so take us through your journey that got you here. For like, sure. Tell us about Dallas and. For sure. Yeah. So neither my husband and I have any farming experience. In fact, we moved here from the suburbs and I used to, like, I used to try and cultivate a vegetable garden and I <laughs> had zero luck every single time. Yeah, I have time. no green thumbs. So yeah, mm -hmm. I was just, anyways, we, if this, this needs to go back though, probably 
seven, eight years when my husband said to me one day, out of the blue, I might add, you know what, when we retire, I really want to sail. And, uh, and I'm looking at him like, <laughs> who are what? you? What? I've never heard these words come out of your face before. I don't sail. I don't what? sail. We don't have a boat. Like, we don't have a boat. What are you talking about? Anyways, he said, no, That's no, hilarious. it's a dream. It's a dream. I want to sail. And I fairly quickly started thinking, well, why would we wait until we retire? Because then like you're older, yeah. like sailing needs some physical capabilities. And, and it's pretty fun. Like let's have fun now. I feel right? like you also need yeah. to learn exactly. how to sail. There's a few steps. And that. Yeah. Forever yes. logical you are, Lauren. Yeah. So anyways, the wheels kind of went into motion. And basically the, the thinking was if it's a dream, if it's a dream, you need to do it. Yeah. I, I tire of people talking about all these dreams and lofty goals and then never taking steps to accomplish them. That, it's that is heartbreaking. A very yeah. good point. Right? Yep. So less talking, more doing. Yeah. Anyways, we, it took us over a year to plan this trip. My husband had to get certified as a captain. We found a really rundown rickety sailboat to rent. We talked to the kids' teachers. We pulled them out of school. And wow. we basically went and lived on the ocean for just over a month. What? Wow. Where? Which ocean? In the yeah. British Virgin Islands. Oh, wow. good spot. <laughs> yeah. Well, we figured because it's good for new sailors. It's yeah. safe. It's like easier. Not a language barrier. Yeah, right. all of these factors. Yeah. And we figured for our first foray, let's do something. Did you sell cool. like your home? Like No. You just... Initially, actually, we had talked about doing it for a year, which would have involved selling our home. But then... We rolled it back and we said, "Let like, what if we're all seasick? And, yeah, you know. So let's just try <laughs> this it. Doesn't you guys go are well. like big up and doers, like kind of. Well, we sort of hit this stride. We weren't always like that. And then, honestly, like my husband lost a few friends, oh. and we just realized life's life too is short. Too short, yeah. and we're not going to live little anymore. We're going to do the things we want to do because we know, like, your days are numbered, and if you're not doing yeah. it. I don't know. It's just far too sad for me to handle. That is so, the right so, energy. Yeah. Like, and that can is you like the energy we need? See the difference in happiness? 100%. Yeah, well, you have such a great energy. Like yeah. you, you just exude like happiness and confidence and like, let's do this. Like you're in your voice and you're the way you carry yourself. So like, it's yeah. very attractive. Like it's, it's, you're mm. charismatic. Like mm. I feel like I was instantly drawn to you when we came across your account and like, I, I mean, the Highland Cows kind of. I mean, but you have a good selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it. I get it. it. But I mean, like, you—it's not surprising. Mm. Like once, like chatting with you and kind of getting to know you, it's like, of course, this is. You're not a dud by any means. Yes. (laughs) I'll write that on my resume. We'll give you that. Also, not a dud. Not a dud. Not a dud. Uh, Farmer. (laughs) But yeah, we just we just realized that we were going to be people who did things and who lived life. Wow. So that was a decision. So the sailing was kind of the impetus. And then when we came home, we settled back into our lives. And You're then bored. this dream started. I was bored. <laughs> yeah. I was 100%. Well, I can't imagine yeah. living yeah. on an ocean and just like. I well, mean, you fish for your food. Yeah. Like, there's nothing to do. Yeah, like, there's no Wi Fi. There's no movies sec. to go to. There's no malls. That's there's impressive no that your kids were down. So you end up very, very dirty because there's also like no showers. There's no laundry. But it doesn't matter. Like, you, you jump in the ocean. You drop the anchor yeah. and you're snorkeling within a second. Ugh. And you watch your kids jump off the boat for a million times and you're just together. Like, Aww. when there's not distractions pulling you a million different ways, it's radically simple to be present. 
in the yes. most beautiful way. Which is the one positive of COVID, I think. Oh, it, it forced for people sure. to be a little bit more yeah, to at kind home of refocus, and here. Right? Present but is the best word. Refocus with your family and refocus individually. I think a lot of people came out of this with like new hobbies or interests or like just changing careers and, and perspectives yeah, overall. Personality, so. everything. Yeah. For sure. You realize that you're running at a pace that isn't necessary and mm-hmm. isn't, isn't conducive to thriving. Yeah. So yeah, we came back from the sailing trip and like you said, boredom was a factor. It sounds so trite to say, oh, it's hard, but we had a no, wonderful you life. followed like, a dream and it's really, hard to yeah. go back to not. Right. Yeah. We had a great life. And then I started kind of this thing percolating and I would drop hints to my husband. I'm like, you know what? Let's, we should look at a farm. Like we should move to the country. And he was like, there's no way. Like, you're crazy. <laughs> Why on earth would we ever do that? We know nothing about it. There's zero reason for that. You're like, exhibit A. Yeah. Sailing. sailing. And then I kept, <laughs> right? I'm like, well, we followed your dream. No, I didn't. <laughs> but anyway, I kept just kind of, and then it really was growing within me. And I noticed when we would go visit people who had acreage and property, all of a sudden the kids aren't asking for the Wi-Fi password. They're in the forest playing and running about and we're having a campfire and just all of these things that I'm like, this is the picture of what I want. This is the experience I want for my family. Mm-hmm. Not us all disappearing to our own rooms. Every night. Every night. Yeah. Like, every day. What? Yeah. I don't even, why? So anyway, then serendipitously, he ended up with a colleague who had a farm and went to visit that farm and came home and said, oh my gosh, babe, like I totally see what you mean now. So within about three days, I had property. Oh my God. Oh my. Within a month. You don't move slow. Yeah. No. Once we decide, we can go very quickly. Yeah. Well, why wait? Totally. Yeah. Within a month, we were putting offers in. We found this place. And then within a month after that, we had, I had a house drawn out. We had an architect. And then we were like shovels in the ground within six months, sold our place, rented, built. And then the sky was the limit. Like we're like, what do we want to do? Goats? Alpaca? Who knows? Like what market vegetables, everything. And, and this just, was the prop, like you found this property that we are yeah. currently at with right. nothing on it. Correct. Nothing. This was just hay. And we found this property and we walked up and we stood on this hill, probably right where we're sitting now and looked out over the vista and just, just said, if we can just look at that for the rest of breathtaking our lives, view. there's just nothing better, right? Nothing better. And so anyway, different things came to pass. Um, we immediately started making maple syrup, which was phenomenal so fun okay but did did you just like google how do you make maple syrup yeah okay Okay. (laughs) youtube is a phenomenal resource yeah you just google things and then you figure it out and then you ask (laughs) the wind oh yeah oh that's what that is so and we would ask people who had done it before and just learn right there's so much knowledge out there if you're just open to it and you're willing to ask it'll find you yeah so we started making maple syrup and then we got into honeybees and then we realized... Yeah, so you guys have honeybees we do. as well, which is like a whole nother endeavor. It is. And they're fascinating creatures. Truthfully, I do not know a lot about them. Doug has taken on the honeybee. Doug venture. being your husband. My husband. Yeah. And he's like obsessed and loves them. And it's so cool to produce raw unpasteurized honey. Literally from the hive. you're protecting to bees. To a jar. Yeah. So, and you're kind of protecting the bees, which I commend you for because... I, a, I think people don't realize like you, we really need bees. Like we it's really a thing. Need bees. Yeah. 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 Well, for so many things, but then also there's an issue with them now. Totally. Right? They're getting yeah. extinct. Yeah, totally. So maple syrup bees. And then we started raising pasture chicken. So that's free range chicken that you eat. That's right. what that is. 
and we process those. We do 300 a year of that, and then we sell that direct to our consumers. And then we've got layers as well for eggs that we produce. Our idea is to really become as self-sustainable as possible. Right. In fact, when COVID hit, we were like, hey, guess we're what? We're good. Yeah. yeah, we're fine. Everyone's coming here. Yeah, well, we did get asked a lot, like, hey, this goes really sideways. We come over. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so we're doing so many different things, and we realized that we really love to share this experience with people. So we ended up building a barn. And the dream is farm-to-table dinners, workshops, we're hosting yoga classes, we've had some weddings, different parties, and markets. (coughs) Just to show people what it's like to be here. And then everyone obviously wants to meet the cows. Of course. That was my first request. We ran right to the cows. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so you run yoga here. Do you run the class? Are you certified? Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Are you winging it? That's the one thing, that's the one thing she doesn't do. I do not. Yeah. No, I have a professional certified yogi and she comes in and leads the classes. And And where do you do it? Like looking at this? Right. We do it at the barn. There's a beautiful port patio there. So the yoga class is there. And then it either ends with a campfire and some wine. Oh my goodness. Or a visit with the cows. So there's a few different packages we offer. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's a dream. A really, really That's special amazing. time. Yeah. I'm so glad that you incorporated um, the yoga in that too, because all, then you can share it. But it's also like such a, a beautiful experience after you've done a practice to like have the campfire and wine Just or gather. be on a farm. Just and, like completely yeah. decompress even further. Yeah. And and then, yeah. And be in nature. It's an yeah. experience then. It's not just a class. Yeah. I think we'll have to yeah, do exactly. a girls night. Yeah. So we'll come over. We'll bring, sure. we'll bring some friends we'll and do it. We'll, yeah. We'll just We're be here all now. the time. <laughs> You're like, okay, you've got to go like now. See yeah. you tomorrow morning. Yeah. yeah. Head we'll out be on my here. Yeah. We'll be with the cows. I'll already be down there. I'll just be like, wandering doing yoga <laughs> um so no, that's, that's amazing yeah. and I love that you built the barn for weddings so when you say farm to table like you're growing your food like your vegetables and everything mm-hmm. and your chickens and then serving it right so that would be the idea is that we host dinner parties now obviously with COVID everything's paused but the, yeah. the concept is you come and gather knowing that everything you are eating is from either our farm or a local surrounding farm. So yeah. just, you know, within five kilometers, we can feed and we can feed you your whole meal. So that's like a whole nother hat to put on totally. as well. Yeah, so yeah. who would you hire for yeah. that? Like yeah, yeah. professional chefs to yes. come and take exactly. the goods and prepare and create it. create something beautiful. Right. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to put on the chef hat too. Also. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pass. I'm going to hold up on that I'm just going to go no to the yoga, no to yeah, the chef. Right. No, yeah. I'll leave it to the professionals. That's amazing. You are doing a lot. Yeah. I think I think you're good yeah <laughs> but so i mean before the sailing right like it, what did you do like yeah, you, you like said that you weren't woman? a farmer so so and I you was, don't come from farming i i made a living as a professional musician if you can believe it totally. many, many years ago so that was what i went to school for and straight out of school i started performing and working in that industry when we had kids I shifted because it just wasn't working for me with being a mom, which was fine. I was more than happy to now focus on being a mom. And we've got three kids and I've worked a whole ton of different jobs. My husband is a shift worker. So me being able to be home and provide stability was really important. So I actually started up several other small businesses along the way just to generate enough income that I was able to be that constant at home. Wow. So what were some of the businesses? 
a food business, ironically enough, which still exists. So that's called Dal's Kitchen, and that is homemade prepared meals. So you are the chef. Well, not in that, <laughs> oh not my in that God. situation, but <laughs> it's prepared food to your door, and it's a focus on really clean eating. So like, you know, a grain-free granola that's sweetened with our maple syrup. And um, I have a feeling if you had time, you would literally be doing all this stuff. I do enjoy it. I, I like to be busy. Like yeah. being idle is not enjoyable yes. for me at all. Same. I find that that just, um, it doesn't feel great. You know, no, idle I, hands I like are the devil's playground doing and creating and thinking. I'm always dreaming up like different ideas and things that we can generate here. So and you're I an people. entrepreneur. You're a real entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah, yeah As we like sure. to say, you're a boss, babe. Okay. Or a okay. fempreneur. I'll take it. Yeah. But that's, but that's the kind of, person that we love to talk to like you are yeah, what totally. we want to mm-hmm. hear about and learn about and bring to our audience because I mean you're proof that it can be done you're proof that yeah. you can follow your dreams yeah. you're proof that you can change career and you aren't you know already some big celebrity that's like well I have tons of resources I can do whatever I want like right. you had to build all of this you yeah, did it yes. on your own with your husband like this yes. was not something that you could just do fabricate yeah although and, you kind of did but yeah <laughs> it was work with, with a yeah. huge financial burden attached yes, yes. yes. but also but yes. that's something there's something to be said for that it's too because you were willing yeah to take that on yeah, to right. follow your dreams yeah. and I, I, we're big on manifesting if you listen yeah. to the show you know that we talk mm-hmm. about that a lot and i feel like you're someone who's like i'll take on the debt because i know it's worth it it's not gonna be forever yeah, it's a right. real following the dream you have the vision you don't know the quality who's of life is a value as well that has yeah. to be yeah. factored in yeah and Absolutely. you never know right now who's listening mm-hmm. um who you know needs that little push to to follow their dreams or just like start a farm or something and here's the reason <laughs> why the like, idea out there i mean it, it's a thing <laughs> we have a saying here that everything is figure outable and yeah we i love say that. that a lot because if you're willing to just do the work and research and learn that's actually been the biggest thing here is we, we've just been on this intense learning curve mm-hmm. for the past few years that has been energizing yeah I bet. all of a sudden you're learning about so many different things and it's stuff that you you know the reaction is, oh my gosh i didn't know that that's incredible yeah. And that there's such a beautiful, incredible energy that comes from that, that it just makes you want to like more, 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 give me more, give me yeah. more. But you more. kind of did this like in a smart way. Like you didn't just, um, become like a pig farmer, a, a dairy cow farmer, like have all these crazy things. You kind of got like, I'm not going to say low maintenance cause I'm sure it's not freaking easy. I don't even want to know what time you wake up in the morning to do it all. But you know, you got things that were manageable for you at right. the time and kind of evolved, right? You didn't just take on some a random amount of crap like right we needed to try multiple things to see what was gonna fit with our life and what was gonna work right so right now the way we're operating it's manageable we can feed our family we can have product available and it's manageable yeah and I love what you said about the energy that you gain from the constant learning because mm-hmm. I think that's something that well, like North American society kind of needs to take that shift because we kind of forget. Sometimes. We don't like, I, I, and I'm generalizing of course, but we do kind of just stop learning. It's like, well, mm-hmm. I could just sit on Instagram cause that's easy yeah. or Facebook or social media or watch a thousand YouTube weird shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like autopilot, like we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, And you don't have that same energy and you don't have that same lust for life and you don't have the spark. And truth be told, like starting the podcast for us, like kind of gave mm-hmm. me that. And yeah. it's a passion. I, I am learning. I'm learning from the people we meet and the topics so we discuss. Much. And I, 
after each episode, we do feel so energized because so, you're just like, this was amazing. Like yeah. it's new, it's fresh, it's different, it's exciting. Like I am inspired by mm-hmm. our guests. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's just women coming together too. And you just feel like this authentic love and like support for each other so you're proud like it's so like we're proud to see that you've just made all this happen that is really freaking cool and not a lot of people can say that so exactly amazing to watch and that's what i say it's inspiring because you totally sit there and like oh i wish i could do that and then it's like but you can yeah right so get up and do it you just have to start one do the next step then do the next step then do the next step and yeah, just and, and there it is. Being and real with yourself, hearing what your listening to yourself. goals are. Yeah, exactly. That's right, and yeah. really getting in tune with like what yeah. what lights my soul on fire. Like what yeah. what excites me. You know, I think that what you said before about it, unfortunately you had to kind of learn it the hard way, losing friends. But life is really so short, and as we see, like with every woman that we have on. Um, anything is possible and you can go for your dreams. And it's like, I think that's what's so motivating too. So, and you took a negative and turned it into a positive, like from tragedy, you came, became more like aware Mm -hmm. and interested in having a life that you want and exploring your dreams and your passions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so there is a positive takeaway from that, I mean, instead of looking at everything from that negative lens and like, oh, well, that was really sad. And like, what are we going to do? And let's just kind of like do our mundane day by day or let's get up and live. Yeah. And that's awesome. (laughs) It seems and it's always so simple. And that's something that we like, not what you're doing is simple, (laughs) but it's the concept that is really quite simple. Just living. Yeah. Properly living. Yeah. Yeah. And, and listening to yourself, that I think is the hardest part that we can't seem to like do a lot of the time is because there's actually so many pressures like society Nowadays, is like, no, yeah. no, no, don't be doing that. You mm-hmm. need to conform and do this and just watch Instagram and like, you know, wish you could be that person because that's yeah. easier and it's safe and yeah. don't do that. And, and this is what's pretty and this is what you should want anyways. Yeah. Right? You have to be comfortable with failure mm-hmm. and mm-hmm you have to be fine with having to try things over and over and over again. Like we have figured out a lot of ways to do things very ineffectively here until we have finally figured out how to do things effectively. But, yeah. Cause but, you had to like learn even just walking to the cows, you have a, their water dish, which you think is just a water dish. dish. That has, well, sorry, water, like trough, trough. Yeah. <laughs> water, huge pail, um, not even pail, <laughs> trough, I guess. Um, but so you, you put fish in there, which is like a cool technique, I guess, or an important thing, step that you probably had to learn about and trial and error. Right. So there's just so many little tiny things that, oh my God, I can't even imagine going into the farm would take. The more, the more you do all of the things, the quote unquote things, the more you figure out how to get better at them. You know, like our maple syrup production this winter will be very different than it was the first winter because we've learned. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. It's great. Yeah. That's so cool. So where would you sell that? I sell everything direct to customer. Right. So So people come to the property to pick up. Yeah. I have a network of people. It's usually honestly through social media. I'm joining the network. Yeah. When things are available and then it sells out. Like people really want ethically raised products yeah. like animals that were allowed to live as animals were allowed to thrive and eat what they're and, supposed and eat to eat properly yeah. you know we're really picky on what we feed everything we raise this is a non-gmo 
all local grain sourced uh, for our chickens and our cows are 100% grass fed and finished. So it matters. It matters what you eat and it matters what you eat, ate. You know, you've yeah. got to follow yeah. the chain all the way yeah, up. Yeah, totally. So, and, and you are what you eat. Like that yeah. becomes a thing. If you're yeah. eating something that's just being stuffed full of crap and, and just like yeah. kind of lives on a chain and is sluggish and lives to die. How are you going to feel? That's how you feel, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I think that's another shift that needs to happen more is we we are in this cycle of just over consumption of the processed shit and yeah like too much industrial farming yeah um too much fast food and it is something consciously that i've been like i need to do this for myself and my Mm -hmm. family and i mean i do all the cooking for the most part and we try and get our um food and products like as locally or what i think is as humanely as possible but there is that element of convenience that kind of gets in of the course, way and trust. I don't know. I don't yeah. know who you think you could be able to trust your grocery store, but well, I mean, I'm aware of what that means yeah. when you're going to like a grocery store, but I, as far as like knowing a farmer mm-hmm. or a farm that I can trust, that's like, yes, we do everything mm-hmm. sustainably and humanely. And that's why discovering the James family farm mm-hmm. is like such a treat for me because I, I hope to start making that shift even more. Yeah. And it makes now you, you realize, like, you don't need this. I don't need to have all this food all the time. Mm-hmm. I, the amount of food that we throw away is also, like, terrible. Right. Yeah. And we're one of many. Like, there are plenty of farms in this area that are operating biodynamically, sustainably, ethically raising their animals and their products. Like you could leave here with a list of 10 and you can go get anything you need direct from a farmer. And I think there's something really powerful about knowing the person who raised what you're going to consume. One, you're supporting a small business, which Mm -hmm. is great. Mm -hmm. And you're not adding to um, the environmental impact that a lot of the larger scale farming incurs. Now, I mean, I believe there's time and place for that. I'm not like, and I think every farmer, you know, has a space, Mm -hmm. but just for us, this is how we feel good about what we're doing. Absolutely. And we're not alone in that. There's a need. Um, And obviously we know that some farmers don't do it the way that you want would want sure <laughs> like let's be honest that does happen sure. well i mean in any industry money yeah. talks yeah. in any yeah. industry right. um if it's hugely profitable i'm sure that's hard to look away from mm-hmm. um but it comes down to like your personal morals and values yeah. and what yeah. you want yeah. for yourself and maybe maybe your family and then the consumer can make a choice absolutely make totally. an educated choice yeah and Just and that's informed. the important thing is be educated and that's something that we feel there isn't enough of and I'm guilty of it too because mm-hmm. I just yeah. I know that it exists but like I just don't know well we're not really like where to start and but it's again goes this? back to convenience mm-hmm. 100% convenience and that's but- what they want and they being like the man air quotes mm-hmm. um is Those like big, yeah cuz it's money. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. all money. Yeah. So, but now you yeah. know, and then once yeah. you know, once you know, you know, yeah. you know. exactly. And then you can just make a better choice. That's all something yeah. we've often said as well. Just if we can choose A or B, and B is a better choice, then we'll just choose B. Yeah. It might yeah. cost us a little bit more, but, but it's the better choice. Th- yeah, yes. it's better for you, for and the then long you run can too. justify that totally. decision. Um, I also want to ask you about uh, your greenhouse. So you went from like not having a green thumb at yes. all to just like having a yes. huge greenhouse yes. with all these things. So what's oh in there? Gosh. How do you know how to do it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> was this like the hardest part doing this, the- this was crazy so again it's one of those things 
my husband's like, let's build a greenhouse. All right, let's build a greenhouse. How hard can it be? Okay, but do you also ever say no to things, you guys? Mm, honestly, <laughs> rarely. No. We tend to default, we Didn't even use default the word. Yeah. to yes. <laughs> I think yes is a better word. It's, anyways, yeah. that's our default. Yeah. Yeah. And then we often start and then we're like, oh, shit, back up, back up, back up. Back up. Reel it in anyway, a little. So we found this old greenhouse frame components on Kijiji's. Basically, like, picture a hunk of metal is what we picked up and then tried to figure out how to put this together with no direction. So, challenge one. And then we had this huge sheet of plastic that had to go over top. Well, we're at the top of a hill where it's always windy. So, now this plastic is And it's just you two. Well, we had grandma and grandpa helping. God bless them. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are all flying backwards Uh, like a cartoon. Basically, like, I was like, there goes the 11-year-old. Like, she's airborne now. Don't let go. She's on the next farm. Anyone under 60 pounds was like a very high risk of flying I'd have difficulty probably. Oh my gosh. You are half a human. The only way (laughs) we had to do it, we got up at four in the morning because that's when the winds are, like they're not. Set the alarm. We're doing the greenhouse. There's been many alarms set for many things on this. So anyways, Doug and I went out and literally under the light of a full moon, got this plastic. So it was kind of cool actually, right? Once you're up, you're up. And so literally how, how and figuratively, know, yeah. how did I know how to, how to plant and what to plant? I didn't, I just, I don't know. I went to the, the garden store. I'm like, Hmm, I like to eat tomatoes. Let's get 400 tomato plants. That seems reasonable. Of course. I like cucumbers. Let's get a whole bunch of cucumbers. I like, anyway, that's how it was. Things that I knew I would want to eat. Things that I knew my family would want to eat. So in there we have herbs. We've got dill, cilantro it must smell basil. so good yeah, when you walk amazing. in we're going in there yeah we are <laughs> basil rosemary oregano and Ugh. then we tried cantaloupes which were a complete flop i got so excited about these cantaloupe babies as they started and then they just what? gave up on life i don't know they just weren't in it. <laughs> cucumbers are superstars beans superstars tomatoes for days i'm gonna be making some pomodoro sauce because i've got so many tomatoes oh, Here for that. amazing yeah anyway, it's just we just figured out so so this was our trial year plant everything and then See figure what out picks. what works well yeah so like my beets didn't come up my radishes oh didn't. i don't know why it's just what happened but are you gonna try next year again with the beets yeah yeah we'll see beets yeah. are a good one right beets mm-hmm. are the, one of beets my favorites yeah. mm-hmm. pickled beets oh, yes please. beet yeah. salad though oh my god with goat, goat cheese, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> all of the oh, things god, yeah so now I have to get goats. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Sorry about there that. We go. There we go. She says yes to the yeah. goats. Yeah. You anyway, heard it here, people. Just, we're yeah. figuring it out. So it's not perfect in there. It's actually super weedy right now, but it's fine. It's producing food. So I bought very little produce this entire summer. That's amazing. Which has been, and it's really that is amazing. so cool. I go to the greenhouse. I bring back a basket of stuff. And I cook it for dinner. You're like, what are we and having today? Let it. me go see what's Let ready. Let me go see what's ready. Yeah. It's an amazing balance, right? Like, that is so cool. Yes, you have, I'm sure, quite the expenses to operate mm-hmm. this business mm-hmm. and this home and the yeah. property. But you, what you're not spending mm-hmm. where you normally would, you have here. Mm-hmm. And it's like yours. And you cultivated it. Good. And yeah, yeah, like it's just yeah. all... It feels very true. Yes, honest, natural, and it does. Are you gonna get into um, uh, bushes like berries and anything like that? Who knows? Because you could just have them out, right? And that's kind of cool to go pick. I'm sure you will eventually. Eventually, I <laughs> yeah. mean, nothing's off the table, so we'll just try it. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, then we just try yeah. something different. Yep. Yeah. So, what awesome. size? Like, how many acres do you have here? 
We have 63 acres, seven of which are the maple forest. So my husband this past spring, no, this it sounds past like summer, a game, like Candyland. Built, yeah. yeah, basically come to the he maple built forest. A, you need a, a map chef. for this place. Oh, God, of that course. Yeah. So, so, but the past few years we've done maple syrup like huddled around the fire, freezing cold. Like we're doing it old school, where you harvest the sap oh. in buckets by hand, dump it over the fire, stand there for. 455 hours and then you get four <laughs> drops of maple syrup okay so. by old oh school God. you mean break it down even more for us like a thing what's it called so again? a spigot yeah you in the tree the, you drill a hole yeah you hammer in the spigot you hang the bucket okay you do yeah. that times 100 right then once the sap this is, is flowing you light a fire in a huge cauldron and over that you've got a huge pan where did you find a huge cauldron kijiji <laughs> Okay. My husband builds it, like yep. figures it out, finds a neighbor who knows how to weld. The farming community is spectacular for that. Yeah, yeah. We have somebody who knows something. Everything. We have, yeah, access to someone who knows everything within yeah. arms reach. That's fair. This is like how we kind of feel about our podcast guest we network. We find somebody like, that right? knows everything. We, we know a medium. We yeah. know a, a hypnotherapist. Yeah, like we know them all. Everything. It's amazing. It. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. Once you just reach out, you're like, oh, cool. Yeah. And then you yeah. learn and then you can do it yourself yeah. the next time. So. Yeah, sap, and then we pour the sap into the bucket, and it is, or into the pan, and then you boil it. You boil it for about 10 hours. Wow. And then you transfer it from that to a smaller pot, and you boil it for several more hours. And that's it. And then you're you not adding syrup. You don't add anything. You What you're doing is evaporating the water. So okay. it's reducing, reducing, reducing. And so, that's cleaning and purifying, obviously, as yeah, you go. Yeah, and then, well, you filter it when you're, when you're transferring it right. from anything and then to your bottle as well. But essentially, it's it's true. Like we will dump forty buckets, sap buckets, into that, and we will end up with like three liter bottles. Oh, after a full day. That so sounds it's grueling. A labor of love. It yeah. is not. It is not uh, a money maker. Well, no. once you get we to a spot to and it tastes so, I feel like I wouldn't be able to smoke. Yeah, the fire. yeah. I wouldn't be able to sell it because I love real maple yeah. syrup you can put it with everything and I just, use it to sweeten things naturally yeah. like it's a good alternative so is this okay okay mm-hmm. so you like you said you're learning every single year you have the, a setup right now mm-hmm. are, are you like constantly thinking how i can make this more effective all the time yes. for everything you do yeah and yeah. we're improving the system yeah. as we go so like our meat birds the first year we had them we had system a and then we morphed it to system b and then system c so now we've got chickens it where okay. the chickens the meat birds, meat birds. okay yeah that's meat a new bird, one for me. Meat birds, and egg birds, right? Yeah, okay. Two right. Yeah. Okay. So I did. See I didn't know that actually. I thought you ate the same thing. But I guess that species. doesn't make sense because well, then you'd like have dairy, nothing to lay the eggs. It's like yeah. dairy cows and beef cows. Beef cows. Okay. It's like Eat a cows. chihuahua <laughs> and a Great Dane. Both dogs, very different species. Yeah. Right. Dairy. Got it. Interesting. So, but okay, I did take me see back this, to kindergarten. And I don't know if this will help you. Uh, let me give you some tips on oh, how to make. Okay, let me get a pen and paper. Yeah. <laughs> well, because um, and I don't know if your trees are like this, but I did see this one time where they had um, like all the trees were like in a nice uniform line. So they had this like tray, and like the spigot went into the tray, and the trays just all led to something. So you don't have to like carry. I don't know if that can help you. That's fancy. Okay. <laughs> Jesse. It might be a goal for you. No, we'll put that on the goal list. Yeah. The lofty goal I know list. stuff. Okay. Yeah, thank so you. Just Jess ask. watches one YouTube video on how to make it. Now I know how to She's do it expert. better. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. Can you call me anytime. Amazing. <laughs> but I did see that and I thought, wow, yeah, that's brilliant. really handy if yes. you're and, doing this. Yeah. So will you do, like, remember in like grade. I don't Maybe know, six? Tours? Yeah, and you yeah, do this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a no. Because she said no, people. No. Because we've she had people come before. Oh, we want to come make maple syrup with you. 
great. You'll sit here for 40 hours. Yeah. And then they get here. They're like, so what do we do? We're like, this is it. Yeah. We're just going to stand here fun, yeah. for a long time. So we're not set up to, like, you know, those places, if you think, you go, you see the tour on how it's done. You see how it was done in the olden days. And then you get yeah. to try it on your Yeah, party. that's right. It like, was that Pioneer yeah. Village. Thing, you're not actually making the maple yeah. syrup which is well you could so get them to intense. work like bring them over on the time where you need to bring all the pails to the Possibly. cauldron yes <laughs> earn your syrup yeah, yeah. don't I've, drop any you know what there's farms in the area that do that so when people are interested i just defer them to those so my brain just went right to the you get the maple syrup on the stick and yes, roll it in the, the snow. snow i didn't think about any of the other parts i didn't even think of that what and then you that? eat it that's yeah. it that's all that's i want to do you pour hot syrup on the snow and then you roll it up in a stick it's like a Toffee, maple syrup that pop. thing. Yeah. Oh, I've that's, never heard that's of That's my brain. That's do you do like, that? Do that. I haven't done that. Just do it for yourself. I'll do it for myself. Yeah. Can we come? Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> On all your good, like, cool days where you're doing something like that, please call us. When everything's yeah. finishing. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Can I just come and eat here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, I just want to eat. Here. For sure. <laughs> and do yoga. Well, I mean, Dallas, I don't really know what to say. Like, you are just such an incredible person. I'm so glad that we got to meet you and yeah. talk to you and, and learn like, about see you how you're and living because it's like we came from the city right <laughs> this isn't really how most people are living so right. that is very cool well, this is definitely sure. not how most people are living well, yeah yeah <laughs> very few people live like this so i mean i think tell tell our listeners like where i, I would say where they can find you but like you do so many different things so is it all one site like Plug right. your stuff. Okay, plug my stuff. Well, everywhere we're James Family Farm. So Instagram, James Family Farm. YouTube, coming soon, James Family wow. Farm. And the website is jamesfamilyfarm.ca. So any events that we're having are listed there. The easiest place is Instagram, and then everything's linked in my bio. Right. So, so that's where you, like your yoga access. schedule is. All of it's there. Okay. Yep. Cool. And different events. We're having a big vendor market here at the end of September. Which is yeah. going to be amazing. We're, like the vendors we've What day is that? The 27th. We're coming. We're coming sure. to that. Come. So then yeah. you'll have so other vendors, but then will you sell your veggies, your honey and your syrup? Okay. I'll be selling, yeah. So I recently made pickles with like, <gasps> pukes in our dill. Yes. Yeah, we're selling. And pickled um, beans for your yes. Caesars. Hello. Yeah. All of that stuff. Yeah. And we'll That's have honey, smart. maple syrup. But the other vendors that we've gathered from the area are just the most beautiful makers. Like it's... We're so excited. And I just want to say, too, for all the brides and grooms mm-hmm. that kind of got, you know, their yeah. wedding plans canceled, yeah. this we could be a good yeah. alternative, um, obviously, for our Ontario residents. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, but especially Toronto people, because we're not that far away it's, from the it's, city. It's very close, yeah. um, but it feels like you're nice and far. Oh, yeah. Uh, but this is, I think this the property is absolutely beautiful. Like I said, we're going to be posting it or follow James Family Farm and you can see it for yourself. We can do like our own photos, um, like how we would do wedding photos. We'll do our photos. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, I think I think this would be such a great option. So anybody that's listening, looking for an alternative, mm-hmm. yeah. definitely get in yeah. touch with Dallas. Yeah, I know I'm sure there's still some restrictions, of course, but yeah. uh, you guys can work around that, yeah. I think. And we do a few, we don't do, we're not a wedding venue, but we do a few weddings a yeah. year. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is really special. Makes yes. It's special for the bride and groom and for all the attendants oh, as well. Yeah. I can't wait to go see. You. Yeah, it's really <laughs> yes. cool. We'll we'll take pictures and show you guys too. Yeah, and so as always, follow us at herspective underscore podcast on Instagram and 
you got to come check out James Family Farm. Yeah, it's amazing. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Thank you for talking to us and having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yes. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.